Hi, I'm Danielle and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary on shows I like to watch. Now, before I start, I want to ask that you go ahead and like, follow, share, and subscribe. And on YouTube, where I upload my companion episode of my podcast, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. This way you can get a notification every time I post a new episode and you won't miss out. All right, so welcome or welcome back. I thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. So you guys, I've been gone away for the past week. And if I'm honest, I was bothered by Jess's, by Jess during her, uh, during their HOH. Um, the microaggressions, the fake outrage, and just the Karen-like energy. It was very problematic for me. Um, And so I had to protect my energy. And so I stopped watching the live feeds for a couple of days. I did watch episodes 11 through 13 in the background while I was focusing on other content. Um, So I'm caught up in terms of the episodes. Um, But I know I've missed a lot of things on the live feeds over the past week, especially when I saw tonight Herman vote out Moose over Tanisha. Um, I would have thought that he'd keep Moose. Um, but I didn't have the context. Um, but it's a moot point anyway now, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, last night's episode, the eviction episode, the double eviction, it was everything. You know what I'm saying? It was everything. Um, first, let me give a shout out to the BB Can Twitter family um, who kept us all kept us in the U.S. I should say updated in the last um, updated on the last 15 to 20 minutes of the episode. Uh, My stream went out. Uh, I found out it wasn't just me. Everybody we were refreshing, (laughs) refreshing browsers, changing browsers, trying to understand like what is going on. Uh, But yeah, the stream went out. Um, So we didn't get a chance to see the last 15 to 20 minutes. Um, so that meant we didn't get to see JC Lynn, Gino and Jess play in the challenge, uh, where JC Lynn won. And I didn't get to see them vote out Jess, um, which by the way, Helena and Marty voted out Gino, (laughs) not Jess. And from what I see in the tweets, um, I saw how exciting and how enjoyable it was for Herman and Moose to vote out Jess. (laughs) Uh, that's the image, uh, the faces that were captured in those tweets. It cracked me up. So I can't wait for that episode to post on the BB Can site um, so I can watch it for myself. But I did want to just uh, start by thanking the BB Can Twitter family for keeping us updated. We thank you. We thank you. Um, all right, let's start with Jess. They won last week's HOH. It was a disaster. And I might agree with Tanisha when she said that Jess's HOH may have been worse than Calamity Kyle's. Uh, And, and you know, when people start comparing, um, it it had to be that bad. And it was. (laughs) Uh, Jess looked and sounded so desperate during their HOH week. Uh, They thirsted for the house guest's validation. Um, And when they didn't get that, her Karen energy just got stronger it seemed to me that that was my opinion on what I saw. Um, they put up Moose and Herman. Herman won the power of veto, pulled himself down, and then they put up Tanisha. This was, of course, by Marty's influence, um, where he got JC Lynn, Gino, Kevin, and Helena's buy in, right? So Tanisha became the new target. 
Helena undercut Betty and Summer and Tanisha during the week as well. We saw that. Um, but by now we know that's common for Helena, right? <laughs> I mentioned that in the, I think my second or third live feeds update. Helena talks and spills a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you uh, what they call her online, but you know, she's playing her own game, but that girl cannot hold water. All right. Right before the vote, it was interesting to see Marty approach Helena and Jess in the HOH room. And he said, are we still on track? And meaning like voting out Tanisha, right? He's like, are we still on track? Is everybody still on board? <laughs> Jess conveniently says, you guys decide. Almost trying to wash their hands of this. And that's part of the problem I had. I, I saw with Jess this week. They didn't own their stuff. They didn't own the move in the game they wanted to make. They didn't own their microaggressions. They didn't own the Karen-esque kind of energy. <laughs> they played victim all, all week. Uh, it was just off-putting. And quite frankly, it made me like them a lot less. Yep. Uh, not only that, their inability to integrate with the other house guests, even in a position of power in the house... It was just sad to watch. Um, and they deserve to go home, quite frankly. And from what I hear, they didn't make jury, right? Arissa told us tonight, or last night, I should say. <laughs> so tired. She told us last night um, that jury starts next week. So all of these shenanigans over the past week from Jess didn't even put them in jury. <laughs> So Jess is coming back to the real world and I wish them well, uh, especially with BB Twitter because they are waiting. Uh, and BB Twitter, as I always say, it's real. It's a real thing and it's relentless. Um, so good luck, Jess. I think Jess will get a lot of blowback from the way they talk to and about Moose and Herman. Um, th that's one thing I think they'll get blowback from. Um, they started the fight between Moose and Betty and then they later blamed it on Betty. Like what, right? Uh, Jess also said Tanisha uh, intimidated them. They were uncomfortable to be around Moose. Or no, uncomfortable to be around Herman. And uh, they said that Moose was explosive after their discussion. And I'm like, wow. How easy is it for you, Jess, to just default with the negative stereotypes? It really was giving giving off that Karen energy and that's the only way I can describe it because it just it, it was a much especially when when those things weren't even true they were so far from the truth Jess was weaponizing their words just to benefit their narrative narrative um it, it just was something else to watch it, it, they they triggered me <laughs> all week I felt my heart racing uh, it just was a mess. And, and I have to remember that these people are in a bubble. They're only surrounded by the other people in the house. And, and I get it. The pressure of the game. And, and, you know, I've never played Big Brother. I like I've watched it. And I'm a fan of it. But I can imagine that it's a lot of pressure in that house. But it's also interesting to watch when people are under pressure, what we begin to see. Right. They, they they try to portray a certain image 
um, they want us to see. But under pressure like this, I'm telling you, it's just something else. And I I did not like Jess this week. (laughs) I didn't. I I found Jess to be very triggering. And it, it, you know, I'm hoping that they'll do some self-reflection after this experience because there were microaggressions. It just it ticked me off. All right. I'm going off script here. Uh, where was I? Uh, Moose cried after Arissa announced Tanisha was voted out. I don't know why that surprised me, but it did. I guess he did have a good relationship with Tanisha. So maybe he was just really upset about her leaving, I guess. Um, yeah, so they voted out Tanisha. And I personally felt that they wanted so badly to get rid of the non-existing cookout 2.0. The alliance, right? And that was another thing that was so bothersome for me over this past week. Um, Marty, Calamity Kyle, Kevin, Gino, JC Lynn were convinced that a cookout 2.0 existed in the house. (laughs) I really feel like all this stemmed from Marty, to be honest. And why did he think this? I tried to think about it objectively, right? The cookout alliance was formed in BBUS, BB23 season. It had a very specific or that alliance had a very specific strategy to ensure that after 23 seasons and a, and a first time ever, there was a very diverse cast. And not to mince words, out of 16 players, half of the cast were non-white. We've never seen that before in all of the years of Big Brother U.S., I should say. So BB23 is the first time we're seeing half the cast is non-white. We've never seen that before. And it just looked like for the first time ever, there was like more of an even playing field, right? There was a real chance for someone to win the game based on skill, opposed to the odds in their favor, right? Because, you know, usually they sprinkle it with one or two uh, black people or people of color, however you want to say it. Anyway, the Cookout Alliance... There were six players in that alliance and six players out of 16 players total. Let's remember that six out of 16 players total. So the six were not the majority, right? So they developed a strategy that was masterminded by Tiffany Mitchell. I'm going to repeat that. The cookout strategy was masterminded by Tiffany Mitchell. Yep. Don't at me about this either. Tiffany came up with this strategy It was not X. It was not Kylan. It was not Derek F. They all followed the plan, yes, but the credit for the strategy. Who put it together? Tiffany. BB Tiffany. No need to at me. All right. But for the first time in 23 seasons in BBUS, there was diversity in the cast, which meant diversity in the game, in the gameplay that we would see, and the strategy. And at the start, there was more of an even playing field, right? So I'm repeating myself. Um, but, but, But let me stay on target. Okay. Because we're not talking about BBUS, I just want to, I'm bringing up BBUS in the cookout because Marty, Calamity Kyle, Kevin, Gino, and JC Lynn were convinced that there was this cookout 2.0 in the BB can season 10 house, right? And why is that? We don't see any of the same strategy being played in the BB Can 10 season. Not at all, right? So what's the only other thing that would cause them to think that way? Yeah. 
And if I may also offer that Herman, when starting the Savage 7 from the beginning, it was inclusive. Shout out to Dave over on Recency Bias Radio. Moose was in the bros with Marty. And need I remind us that Gino, Calamity Kyle, Herman, and Josh all were in multiple alliances. Yet Marty really only focused on Josh, Herman, and Moose. Why is that? Right? All right. Only Marty can answer that for sure, but the optics, right? Quote, unquote, optics. And wasn't that their favorite word this week? (laughs) The optics. Um, The optics would suggest that they're lumping all the black players together, calling them the cookout 2.0, when in reality, it didn't even exist. But now, yeah, now, because they backdoor Tanisha, it, it did spark those five players to align, at least in the moment. Right. And they aligned in the moment for payback. I'm just saying. But there was no 2.0 cookout 2.0. It never existed. It's all made up in Marty's mind. And we all have to uh, ask ourselves why. All right. Last night's chain of the chain of safety. I can't remember the name of that challenge, but it had chain and safety. (laughs) Um, If anything, that challenge exposed where people landed in the game. Right. Kevin and Helena can't hide in the middle anymore. Marty exposed his hand to Gino and JC Lynn, and he will have a hell of a time trying to continue to flip-flop back and forth, his flip-flop strategy. (laughs) I think I would dare to say he's now stuck with Kevin and Helena now. Josh, finally, finally, he picked a side with Herman and Betty, I think, yes. And Gino and JC Lynn, they have a decision to make. Um, Do they want to continue to play the game with flip-floppers and floaters whom are disloyal? (laughs) Anyway, as a fan, I loved every bit of the double eviction episode last night. It was great Big Brother TV. So I wanted to rewind just a little bit and make a few observations, all right? Starting with Moose. Can we say that two times now in a row, Moose has been put on the block, once by Calamity Kyle... And then again by Jess, and both times he's both times he survived the block, and then that HOH went home. <laughs> uh, he's been yelled at by Betty, chastised by Jess, and he's had to fight his way through the game. Which, by the way, when he was in that bumblebee suit and won um, the power of veto, I, I loved how he went up to Kyle and said, "Check." <laughs> that was great TV. Anyway, we like seeing Moose on the TV, right? Um, And the way he talks so fast and get people confused, it's just fun to watch. Um, He did win his position tonight to start that chain of safety challenge. And it was just great. Tanisha's name. um, I made a note. Tanisha's name. uh, She mentioned in her speech before she left that names matter. She kind of, it was like a dig to Jess because Jess is so about respecting people's pronouns and being careful and educating people and stuff like that. And yet this is the same person. And I mentioned this in my live feeds update, my, uh, the second one I did just couldn't remember Tanisha's name. She kept calling her another name. I said, and, and we found out the name she kept calling her was like, uh, was Tiana. Now, Tanisha, Tiana, They don't sound anything alike. And I don't know where Jess got this Tiana from. But, yeah. (laughs) It just, it makes you think, right? 
Um, and the way Jeppanai, Jess, Jess, the way she uh, weaponized her pronouns this week, that was also like off-putting. Um, the way she talked to Moose and the fake outrage, it just caused me to like Jess a lot less. Um, and I was rooting for her or for them um, and, and not rooting to win the game, but to win in the social setting, right? So they could fit in and be comfortable and and have normal conversations. That's what I was rooting for with Jess in this experience. Um, I was rooting for them to be able to have a conversation without telling someone, I want to be your horse. Like, what? You know, (laughs) I mean, it's okay to be quirky and nerdy and all of that, you know. Um, but the metaphors that just used in conversations this week, the indecisiveness, the inability to integrate, it's just draining. Another observation, I saw someone tweet about how BBUS would never be able to do this. And they were implying that we, BBUS, would never be able to have um, a chain. Well, they were implying that the chain safety game was dope. Right. They said BBS would never be able to do this, implying that the chain safety game was dope. And I agree it was dope, but it was even done better during Celebrity Big Brother in the U.S. when we did it with the Mon Juan bag. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Marty voting Gino out over Jess and trying to lie about it while the credits were rolling at the end of the episode. (laughs) Classic flip flopper. He's trying to set himself up if the power shifted over to Gino. Marty the flip-flopper. Gino had to have paid attention to this, don't you think? In in, in terms of Marty's gameplay tonight, right? Because during that chain of safety, it went over to Kevin. Kevin threw it to Marty, and Marty went to Helena. Not Gino, not JC Lynn, not Jess. So we, we think that Gino saw this, right? I think he's a smart man. All right. JC Lynn is now and forever, now and forever tethered to that showmance. I think she's run out of options in her game, right? It's pretty much tied to Gino. She, I don't see her trying to forge some type of thing with Betty, Summer, uh, Maybe she might try to try with her mom, but not without Gino. It'll be through Gino. Maybe with Josh, but not without Gino. It'll be through Gino. And who else? And Moose. Nope. I don't see her trying to forge something with Moose. Uh, she's tethered to that showmance. And I, I hate to see that for ladies, right? Because <laughs> once you're... Once you're tagged in that, that's it. Your game will have to play out like that now. And that's unfortunate for her because most often we see that it affects the woman more than it does the dude, right? All right. Um, But JC Lynn has the ability to win challenges. Um, So that's a good thing. The only thing she'll have to to sustain that (laughs) throughout the rest of her game, right? To survive even longer. And that's going to be tough. Yep. All right, and Summer and Helena, uh, they are the only two people who haven't been on the block. And that worries me for Summer. Oh, and I have a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, The newest HOH is Marty. So since he's in a position of power, um, 
I suspect he'll be talking to Canada again. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Um, I'm worried for this mythical 2.0 alliance now, more so than ever. <laughs> I'm just kidding, because we know that there is no cookout 2.0 alliance. Um, but I am worried for Herman, Moose, Josh, Betty, Summer. I'm worried for them. More so than I am for Gino and JC Lynn. I, it wouldn't surprise me one bit to see Marty attempt to mend things with Gino and JC Lynn. Flip flopper Marty. Who will flip flopper Marty nominate? <laughs> All right, enough. Um, I think we're in for an eventful week. Oh, yeah. And Arissa told us that the jury starts next week. So everything just did for Marty last week didn't even get them into jury. Wow. Are you happy about Flip Flopper Marty winning HOH? Let's chat it up in the comments. All right, and that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, and subscribe. You can leave me a comment. Leave me a message. If you're listening to the podcast, there's a link to leave me a message right on the landing area. So you have to check that out, please, and thank you. All right, my name is Danielle, and you're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. That's all I have. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.